Welcome to your Cochrane right now. This is a weekly podcast all about the best town in the world, Cochrane, Alberta. Springtime is coming and we just came off April Fool's, Lauren. So my name's Eric Ruddle. This is Lauren Meister. And Lauren, were you got by anything with April Fool's? Ooh, that's a tricky one. I don't know if anything really got me this The horse year. trails? Oh, right. the, uh, I mean, I don't think it really got me. I did make me go, hmm, for a second. <laughs> and I thought it was really clever and really funny. Also, I think that'd be really cool. I don't think, like, are horses not allowed on the trails? So, okay, so we'll backtrack. <laughs> there was two big jokes going on with April Fool's here in Cochrane. One was ours, and we'll get to that in a second. The other one was by the town of Cochrane, the Stockman's Memorial Foundation, and by Cochrane. Right. And they changed the signs for the bike paths mm-hmm. here in Cochrane saying, horses only, no more bikes allowed. And they did a really cute video as well. Now back to your question. Are horses allowed on the trails? I'm going to guess no. But I don't know for sure. Do you actually know that for a fact? Have you looked in the bylaws? <laughs> I haven't looked in like, the bylaws. This is actually a legit question. Like, I wonder. Could you ride a horse around Cochrane right now? I've seen a couple people yeah, ride horses. They're usually, like, I know some by the sawmill, actually, they ride. Near I've seen that them there. Area. I've seen them up in Fireside and Riversong before. But just our pathway you know? system, like along the bow, just like moseying along. Horses are big. Horses are big. And uh, there's a lot of kids and stuff. Like, I think that would be a. Like a danger. It's probably a safety hazard. But I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> well, let's try. It's, let's see if we you get know, I, I Environmentally truly, friendly. I truly believe you would get in trouble. Yeah. Maybe we should try. <laughs> do you have a horse? I do not have a horse. Do you have a horse? <laughs> no, I don't. No, but maybe somebody quite. would lend us a yeah, horse. Exactly. We could just but, go uh... see. I mean, the mayor was riding a horse. Exactly. He didn't get in trouble. Was he riding the horse and the bike? Was it I him think, and both yeah, shots? Yeah, yeah. And then he put a saddle on his bike. Oh, spoilers. Wow. Like that's, yeah, yeah that, that's pretty cool. How do you like fasten that to that? Let's but they put a lot of effort into this joke. I, I'll give them a heads up because like they let us know they were working on this about a month in advance. They're like, hey guys, do you want to be in on it? And we're like, of course we do. And uh, yeah, they were having a ton of fun with it. So it's really cool that it all came together. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah. They, they've they done some pretty fun ones in the past yeah. too. So it's kind of fun watching that. And uh, yeah, they got a lot of great feedback with yeah. that one. So Looking at them, they they planned this for a while, and then looking at our joke, so the joke we put out was the Saddle Dome has named Cochrane as its new location. I'll be honest, you weren't feeling good on the Friday going into the weekend, which had April Fool's Day, and you called me, and they're like, are you doing an April Fool's Day joke? And I was like, oh, yeah, I I don't know. Am I like, yeah, you should put something together. Okay, took me 10 minutes. 10 minutes to find a picture of the Saddle Dome. Drag it over to Cochrane, <laughs> kind of blur some lines, and uh, off she went. But uh, yeah, people enjoyed it. Well, and that's typically how it goes for your <laughs> April Fool's jokes. So um, yeah, we got really good feedback with that one too. I think that people just know that we do April Fool's yes. jokes, so they don't even fall for them anymore. No. And so people just knew right away that this, like, not a chance would this happen. And uh, But they thought it was really funny. So oh, yeah. we got a lot of feedback, a lot of people from outside of Cochrane thinking that was really hilarious. Yeah. Um, but we were actually talking to one of our newest co-workers this morning um, who 
was living in Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. two years ago when we had the Disneyland joke. <laughs> and she said that her yoga instructor went to her that day on April Fool's Day, 2020, 2021, whatever year that was. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. together. It was two well, years ago. If it was 2023, yeah. So 2021. Yeah, I guess it was 2021. Yeah. And uh, her yoga instructor said, hey, did you hear Cochrane, Alberta is getting... Disneyland. Yeah. And our coworker, Corianne, she's like, I don't think so. Because she's from the area yeah. originally. She's like, that's that's gotta be fake news. That cannot be true. And it was. It was fake yeah, news. Yeah. It was fake news. And uh, anyway, it all came to light later in the day that it was indeed an <laughs> April Fool's joke. So so she just told that to us just like a couple hours ago here this morning, and it just made me laugh because it's like we didn't know her. We didn't know yeah. her until about a month ago. No. And we're still hearing stories about this ridiculous joke. And that is exactly what happened with the Sal Dome as well. Everyone was saying, oh, are they going to build it next to Disneyland? <laughs> Disneyland is the big thing. I'm sure people still get comments on it. If you Google Disneyland Canada, that's the story that pops up. It pops up. And for us living in town, I photoshopped the Disneyland sign over Highway 22. <laughs> And the 1A intersection. Yeah. Poorly. Anyone living here would be like, why would they put the sign there? That, yeah. that makes no sense. But if you're not from Cochrane, you don't know us that well. You know we have land around us. Hey, we could probably sustain a Disneyland. I truly believe that. Oh, I think people would come. Right. Right. If you did, all the... <laughs> All the land, like, west of Cochrane. So you kind of put Heartland at a standstill, like, boop, and then just Disneyland. We might be okay. Could you imagine the 1A22 interchange if we had Disneyland there? It's going to be fine. Maybe that would hurry uh, all the work All the up, construction. Right? They have to get going with Mickey it all. Mouse money gets put in, bam, it's done oh, in a be, month. It'd be done, yeah, yeah, so quickly. Think of all like the... like interchange things and clover leaves yeah. they'd have to put in oh man well it was a ton of fun as well and uh <laughs> yeah we'll see what i come up with last minute for next year who knows may won't even do one that will be the joke i think you one. might need to like throw people off yeah. a little bit and just not do something yeah exactly or do it, like, the we'll, day before, we'll have or... to see who knows who knows what we'll remember in a year <laughs> and lauren was your favorite kind of lettuce go Ooh, definitely romaine romaine yeah. is that the one in the ball no, that's iceberg. That's, uh, other ones. Romaine's like darker leafy, which is very good Maybe. heart health. Leafy greens, right? You know your the lettuce. Darker, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite kind? <laughs> I don't know. What do they make Caesar salad out of? Romaine. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's a great lettuce. And did you know? We are growing lettuce year round here in Cochrane. I, you know, I heard something about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Who knew you could grow lettuce in Cochrane, let alone in the wintertime? Well, exactly. Like our growing season here in town is what, three weeks? <laughs> if right? that. So there is actually a super high tech farm called Good Life Farms, and they transferred like two sea cans, like those giant storage things yeah. that you see on ships, two of those with high tech everything, and they've been growing lettuce like Matt. That's cool. Now, I looked into a little bit. The one question, of course, is I want to buy this lettuce. It's high-tech lettuce. Who doesn't want this lettuce? It looks like they donate it right now, sell to a couple of restaurants here in town, and if they can up their production, they would sell to us here in Cochrane. So you can't just go there and be like, hey, I want this really cool lettuce. You still have to buy your lettuce from the grocery store. Yes, but yeah. they do do tours, which I found out as well. 
Oh. And you can't do a lettuce tour without tasting the lettuce. Well, I was going to say, as you walk along, you can just like grab a handful and, right? Like, no. that's, that's fair. No, it's no? not fair. You're <laughs> that kind of grocery shopper. Are these grapes good? Oh, it doesn't cost any money. Right? No, that's bad. You're stealing. No, <laughs> But these stealing. ones would be better than the grocery store because they're going to be less pawed at, right? Well, exactly. Less and germs. the grocery store ones, like, you got to imagine they come from somewhere. Who like knows PC, where? Where did you grow lettuce? China. I, yeah. I don't know, right? That's just right over there. So, totally. Uh, Less hopefully chemicals. Hopefully they open that store soon or maybe they'll start putting them in. Have you ever been, went to that like like non-manned farmer's market in, in Harland? No, yeah. but I keep on hearing about it, how you just it's go into good. this like container basically and then you just like e-pay for stuff. Yeah. And, and there's just vegetables you, in there. You've been there? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't ever go over there because it's basically like going to Calgary to go to Heartland <laughs> for me because it's so far. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I've heard of it. It's yeah. a bit different. Uh, yeah, because no one works there and you just go in and it's honor system. I'd imagine there's cameras and stuff like there's a lot of vegetables in there. So don't rob them. But uh, yeah, it's just and you tap your card and off you go. That is really cool. So I would really like that yet again. I don't go to Heartland much either. Maybe they should put those in like every neighborhood, I, right? I'd be game. Yeah. Sign me up. I don't know who fills it up, though. I don't think it's those guys. It's probably somebody else. <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably not the lettuce people. Shout out to the farmer's market people. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have much more than just lettuce. Though. Yeah, yeah. They have all kinds of vegetables. Did the lettuce there. people just make lettuce? They make lettuce mostly right now. They are starting root vegetables. We're talking oh. onions and carrots and those kind of things. Hmm. And they're saying if they get bigger, not only will they bring in more vegetables, but... They want to sell this uh, kind of technology, like how they built it and how successful it was, to be hyper-local produce. So okay. then you might see uh, High River bring this in, Strathmore and stuff, because, yeah, the footprint is really small. It's solar-paneled, so it's not like you need a bunch of wires and all yeah. that stuff. And, yeah, they're growing year-round. Hmm. And I just think it'd be so cool and hopefully help us out at the grocery store if it was local right because we're not paying transport and gas and all that stuff right wouldn't it be cool if they even got to the point where you could have like a smaller version of one of these sea cans and just put it in your backyard and then you could just have all of your own things in your backyard when was the last time you kept a house plant alive i didn't say that this would be for me but somebody (laughs) far more talented than me you know what i mean and then like like, you could have all of your everything your vegetables for the whole year just right there in your backyard and it all like grows along the wall right so it's not like it's like a sprawling thing it's It's not really like a greenhouse yeah it's covered with lettuce along the walls and like watering things so maybe it is foolproof maybe it's unmanned maybe the robots are growing See, I could do that with the robot. If it's like AI or something, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. Uh, well, we should go do a, a tour. They Let's... might not let you in anymore because he said you're going to steal their lettuce. I just want a little nibble. Well, just a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can read that story up on CochraneNow.com. And one thing I'm finding this week is all the cool, not your average sports wins we're getting right now. These are awesome sports, but definitely not your your hockey and soccers and baseball that we always hear about. I want to talk about Riley and Cara. Mm-hmm. They are two Cochrane Irish dancers who are representing not only Cochrane Canada at the World Irish Dance Championship. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's so cool. So, like, everybody is familiar with, like, tap, ballet, jazz, hip-hop, like that sort of traditional dancing, North American traditional, right? Um, 
Irish dancing. I've never really been exposed to that. So I was actually looking at their photos of their costumes. The oh. amount of beadwork and sequins and their they wear wigs that are like these super curly, oh. intricate wigs. And then they have like this amazing headpiece that yeah. they put on. And I know like I'm familiar with Highland dancing. So it's kind yeah. of kind of like that, but a little bit different where they do a lot of like the river dance, like bouncing around and yeah. stuff. But they also have different types of shoes too. I was listening to some of the, the their interview and whatnot. So they kind of have shoes that are similar to tap shoes and some that are similar to ballet shoes because it's kind of a softer shoe. And it's just really cool. You can't even do it. They don't train in Cochrane. Oh, really? That was my yeah, next they're question. From, they're from Cochrane, but they train in Calgary like 30 hours a week or something wow. ridiculous. Because you'd have to be a world, world champ, champ, right? Yeah. yeah. Very cool. No kidding. And just the <laughs> amount of effort. And yet again, just some Cochrane ladies who are passionate about Irish dancing and of course, representing us in the world championship. That's in Montreal. So cool. Yeah, that, that would be a cool show, right? Oh, like yeah. even if Cochrane wasn't in it, like maybe Cochrane can host the world championship of Irish dancing next year. Yeah, bring it on. I don't know where. That'd be a good show. But yeah, outside. Let's do it. Yeah, Mitford Ponds. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not raining or windy. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> keeping on that note. We have the Cochrane Water Ninjas. And uh, you're probably thinking, oh, man, that's your swim team. No, that's the Piranhas. The Water Ninjas. Or the Comets, yes. The Water Ninjas are actually professional, athletic, competitive lifeguards. And when I say lifeguards, you're probably thinking, oh, man, they're they're older. And some are. Some are just kids. Like young kids. And they just broke 13 records at a meet and defended their provincial title because – Yet again, I don't even know how you would get into this. Like, I know they train down in Cochrane, but just kids being like, you know what? I want to save people competitively. So cool. It It is really cool. Actually, I was talking to one of my friends who her daughter is, I believe, 11, and her daughter's a water ninja. Oh. So I don't know if she's at the competitive level just yet. Yeah. But yeah, like young kids are involved in this. And I'm not sure at what point they're really like, they, they haul around like these heavy dummies and they're, they're doing these different drills yeah. to, to save and rescue different things. And uh, so I don't know, they probably work their way up and stuff, but very cool and like amazing life skills like think of the things that they could do with all of these skills later in life yeah right like that is also could lead to a career and not just like lifeguard but there's so many water-based not really here you probably have to leave Cochrane. yeah but uh it's just it blows my mind yet again that these sports are really flourishing obviously we're having all these champions coming down and it's just a section of Cochrane that if you don't know, you don't know. Right? Totally. And like you'd want to be hanging out on a boat with one of these water ninjas. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> exactly. wise to take one with you, right? <laughs> yeah, just these kids. And they're dragging these heavy dummies. Oh. It's, it's really cool. It's one thing to know how to swim and swim well. It's not a thing to be able to like save lives competitively. Yeah, very and cool. Modeling. You call it a sport? <laughs> I don't think it's a sport. No, I, uh, it could be. Why don't I wouldn't say it's a sport? Maybe I'd they're walking. Career. I'd say it's more of a career. Yeah. yeah, but not all models walk the runway. Some That's models true. just pose for photos or. But magazines. they're usually pretty good athletes, right? Because they gotta keep up with all their fitness and for stuff. For sure. 
Yeah, no, I I, I don't disagree with that. They are, have to be athletic, um, but yeah, I think it's a very difficult industry to get into. Oh man, yeah, especially yet again from Cochrane. We got to talk to Hayden, and Hayden is twenty one, twenty two, early twenties, early twenties, yeah. St. Tim's grad. St. Tim's grad grew up in Cochrane. She is now walking runways around the world. We're not just talking. Oh, she's a model in Calgary. No, she just got out of like. Europe's Fashion Week. She's going into Vancouver's Fashion Week. She was on the cover, or in the on the cover, I believe, of Vogue. Vogue Mexico. Yeah, like that's. It doesn't really get much bigger than Vogue. No, exactly. So, <laughs> and she's just listening to her interview. She's just humble. She's just like, "Yeah, how did you do it? I just worked hard, right? And I think anyone, if you just grind long enough, and you can do it too." Yeah. And she's like, oh, "I'm not too busy." As she was listing off all these different fashion shows she's at, it's like, my goodness. And I believe her mom and her family are still in Cochrane yeah. and probably just tickled pink. Well, right? we actually all went for lunch as a team the other day, and while we were out for lunch, you had to pop out. But um, Noel, who interviewed Hayden, mm-hmm. uh, he was sitting there, and Hayden's mom came over and oh. and talked to Noel for a little while and it was just really cool. She just recognized Noel's photo and, yeah. and talked to him for a little while and talked all about Hayden and shared some stories and stuff. Oh, and it was so really cool. cool. Right? Yeah. And it's just, it it's so cool that a town of our size can just spurt all these crazy cool people. We had a stunt coordinator who just won for the movie Prey, yeah. the Predator movie. Like he In like was, the horror film industry? Yeah, right? Like yeah. we're winning awards, we're breaking records and we're just doing it in Cochrane. In little old Cochrane. Exactly, yeah. right? Best town in the world. That is it for us today though. Uh, if you want to catch up with everything going on, you can grab this on all your favorite podcast services and watch the video on YouTube. Until next week, talk to you again soon. Yeah.